Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with J-Rod, King of the Slams, and yes. James, who actually might not live in a hotel now. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, this podcast is doing wonders for the hosts of the show. Um, how you guys doing? Great. Yeah, I'm good. I, the deal just went through, so I've got triples at the Nova now. <laughs> um, I'm going to get this right out at the beginning. Classic uh, Tim and Tim cash grab um, back when we used to be cool. Um, I, have, I have some That's a Chunky podcast magnets that I want to sell to people. Is that acceptable? Oh. Okay. Yeah, we got we got season three coming up. Diehard listeners of the show know that we record through a um, semi janky uh, podcasting platform uh, where we have to record in one minute segments. So we just do forty five <laughs> to sixty segments each show. Um, so uh, if you're interested in sending the podcast five dollars for a magnet, uh, reach out to our email address, which really is figure out what you do at gmail.com does that seem like a reasonable price rod yeah no i think it you did like a market valuation and everything right oh yeah yeah i figured yeah, out what okay. we did right. um like other podcasts are selling magnets for like upwards of a thousand dollars oh okay. yeah i mean from my understanding of these magnets these are like you know you're really underselling the value. These these things will they will stick to metal. <laughs> and they're really <laughs> complicated. The patterns are really complicated. Um, and like I've already fought the people who look like me to acquire them. And you could just walk out to your mailbox every day, and there'll be one waiting there for you. And Dollar do not send the money emoji. to me because we learned that I'm wearing a knockoff uh, merchandise <laughs> item for our show. <laughs> Which I didn't, like, I didn't even know that was possible, but um, I screwed there's, up. But I like, I like the shirt. But so much merch out there. Oh, man, there's a lot of merch. Yeah, I wonder if Netflix or, or Tim is going to start cracking down. Doesn't seem like that's something he would do. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Tim would do it at all. No, I yeah. think he would probably let it go. Yeah. All right. Um, we got some uh, sort of like basic chatter to talk about first. I'm going to start with a very small, quick um, sprinkle of information. So like, I'm not one of these uh, Saturday Night Live like doomers who's like, I remember when Gilda Ratner was on, you know, like um, SNL is often pretty funny. Um you know, it has its ups and downs, like a lot of shows, except I think you should leave, which is all great. Um, yeah. There's been a big groundswell, like in the online community, uh, for Tim to host. Um, supposedly, there actually there's a rumor that they're having trouble getting hosts. And if you look, a lot of the hosts recently have been like musical artists who host and do the performances. Yeah. Um, they've actually kind of been surprisingly good, I think. Um, Lizzo's great. I, I don't know if you, watch, I didn't watch the full episode, but I've seen enough skits where I'm like, she's actually really talented in that role. As oh, host. definitely. And like Jack Harlow, I'm not a big fan of his music. I actually thought he was fairly funny as an actor. Um, Megan the Stallion was on. Um, she was very like charming. I don't, I don't know if it was like a natural thing for her. 
Um, but she definitely was funny at times. Um, but anyway, it, it just would be a really interesting angle. And I just wonder if Tim would want to do that. I don't know. That's, I mean, as a, as a shy person, that's a pretty big whopper to roll out as the host of SNL. Yeah. But, but I don't In, know. I mean, from, from what we have heard, uh, it seems like he is very meticulous about his, how he likes the plotting and scripting and sketches to go. And I feel like, I mean, obviously SNL, you know, they, I'm sure they do a, a lot of prep and stuff, but I feel like, you know, maybe that's just kind of not his uh, comfort zone also. So. Yeah. yeah. If I, if I had to bet my life, I, I would say it wouldn't happen. Um, so I think I kind and of also, aren't they guys. kind of competitors at this point? I mean, I know I, he was on the show and he's friendly. I, I'm assuming we, well, he was there one year, but I, I, I'm assuming he has good ties with people there, but like, he's kind of taken their lane to some extent. I, I don't I know. I, I mean, yeah, I think he got uh, considerably more acclaim this year than yeah. SNL. That, I think people wonder if, if SNL is going to be something that runs forever now, which I, I don't think people had really been thinking about before. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it has the appearance of being a down year. I mean, I think uh, losing Kate McKinnon is like such a huge chasm to fill because she's a star. Uh, and I mean, I think Keenan's really good, but um, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's kind of l- missing that star potential that like yeah. just hits a home run every time. And I guess it is probably Keenan's show at this point, but. And, and, and Cecily just did her last episode. Right, right. Um, yeah, she's fine. Yeah, some people speculate that Keenan could actually take over like the day-to-day operations of the show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is kind of a crazy thought. But um yeah, yeah. Um and one last thing, you know, in sort of like a down season, one of the highlights I think has been uh one of the new cast members, uh Sarah Sherman. Um yeah, and yeah. people have pointed out often that like like she would not be on the show were it not for Tim. Like people literally are writing things like Tim walked so Sarah Sherman can fly. Like um, she has like a very like off-brand sense of humor. Um, so like Tim is Tim's opening up the world to to sort of what he does, which is amazing. God, I gotta write her name down for our draft. I, I don't want to be dumb <laughs> on the next. <laughs> oh man, I think I'm your team's kidding. gonna be terrible. That's that's yeah, the word on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I have some other topics, but I wanted to open up the uh, the lines for anybody else who uh, might have. Well, I was I've had a long absence due to my work schedule, but you know, shout out to Tim for winning the uh, Emmy. Um, yeah, that's huge, and it was for the acting too, which is like we always talk up his acting on this show, and it's like he got it. I mean, let's not talk about what happened to the the best show category that oh. he lost to. But um, yeah, I'm glad he got the recognition because, I mean, he killed it. And I, I don't know, you guys probably watched his like red carpet sort of interview and he was just like so nervous. And he even yeah. said, I mean, that's how he let it. He's like, I'm just really nervous because um, uh, they were asking him like, what sketch do you like get called out for the most? And he's like, oh, God. Uh, uh, and then he came up with sloppy steaks. But um, yeah, I thought it was really endearing. Um, but I don't, I don't know what else has happened in the past like three months. I don't know. <laughs> Tim, That's it. Got... I, it actually is that I think Tim won the Emmy. It's amazing. 
Yeah, I guess the only uh, one thing on kind of a, a downer note is um, it's been a while, but the news that um, William Frederick Knight passed away, the uh, Doug from the Dan Flashes sketch. Um, yeah, it's sad. So that was sad news to hear, but, you know, as uh, anytime someone who was as prolific as him passes, there's, you know, an outpouring of like respect in people, you know, talking about uh, his various roles. And uh, I think aside from like a ton of, I think you should leave fans. Um, there was also an outpouring from anime, the anime yeah. community, because he oh. was a pretty right. prolific voice actor, basically playing like kind of crotchety older guys in a similar vein to his, uh, Doug character, it seemed like, but, um, yeah. So, um, you know, I think worth, it happened a while back, but worth, I think it was since our last recording. So worth mentioning that. And, and also that, you know, um, you guys did an interview with him, um, you know, a, a year or so ago. Um, that yeah. was a pretty, pretty good interview. He was great, and he was super famous, I think, for his roles. There's two of them in particular. There's, like, a Ghost in the Shell series um, and Akira. And I I sort of, like, when I looked him up when first watching his performance in the Dan Flash's sketch, I like, those both seemed familiar to me, even though I, I know dog shit about anime. Um, but I actually have to, like, share these, like, this, like, semi-cloudy memory of booking him for the show. So... Um, you know, we do our show through um, sort of like this platform where you can either call in, you can go, you know, like you would a Zoom meeting. Um, and I was like, you know, just trying to be respective of the fact that he was born in uh, 1933 and trying to figure out like what would be the best way to facilitate this. I think I um, hooked up the interview through his management um, and just the whole sort of like hilarious irony in the end was I messed up something technological I can't remember what I did exactly I was like having trouble logging on to something or something and I think he basically called me and was like in, in a not rude way was like are we gonna do this thing or what and I just <laughs> thought that was like so funny that he was so like with it i mean i can just like hope that when i am even in like 10 years uh in my 50s can like manage to be semi-functional in terms of technology um so it's just like yeah, a really you're in, you're in decline now so i can only imagine like <laughs> when you hit when you hit yeah. 90 like he was yeah um but yeah it was a great interview and i just every time i watch um the dan flashes sketch you just can't um what always comes home to me is like he is in a role where both he's like i in the writing he's the straight man but really yeah. he's not like him and tim are both trying to bring it in similar ways and like he's as funny as tim in the sketch yeah um, and i just think it's amazing and um i think that's really a, a timeless sketch um which people will be watching for years. So, yeah, yeah, that's sad. Huge loss. 
but also everybody has to go sometime and if you do something all the amazing things he did in his life it's like it's yeah. a celebration of of how you know cool of a person he was absolutely even if he was a skunk, <laughs> he was a skunk. um so it, it hit me today when i was just sort of you know existing in the world um that uh sam richardson multi-talented uh bff of tim robinson uh is the spokesperson for legal zoom yeah um, i think i've seen that yeah yeah, and friend of the show, Cecily Strong, has this, like, huge campaign where she's the spokesperson for Verizon. Yeah. I, yeah. I always laugh at that, like, the Verizon pitch, and they like, get me Cecily Strong, get me Julian Edelman, get me Giamatti, we got, let's roll with it. I mean, it's like, they're funny it's... commercials, but, like, the pairing is like, what are you, what? Covering like, all, all their bases. Like, kind of a natural. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was it's crazy. And then that Carver guy who was a guest on the show is a spokesperson for Carver Reputation Vax. <laughs> so <laughs> um it just begs the question. It seems inevitable that Tim Robinson, if he chooses to, would be the spokesperson for something. And I'm just hot trying dogs. to figure out Ball what pranks. Awesome. Oh, hot dogs is a mm. good choice. He's a big hot dog good. man. I was really struggling with this, and I think you kind of nailed it. Um, I also thought, like, there's the Detroit element, you know, like, Little Caesars. Um, but pizza, again, pizza. like, Little Caesars is, like, pretty mainstream. And I don't know if you want Tim for the mainstream, right? I don't know. Maybe I mean, they could. let him use him in Detroiters. I mean... Because he yeah. had to get approval yeah. to like make that episode of like him working for them, so he could. Uh, Little, Little Caesars looks like they roll with it. I mean, yeah, I I, I can see it happening. Maybe um, uh, quick quick and loans. He could uh, yeah. do like <laughs> yeah. a, a bick and bones. Uh, <laughs> for them. I mean, we could see like Vans. the The sketch he made for Vans was a huge success. Oh um, yeah. Uh, two open knives in his pocket. I can't get over that line. It's my favorite line ever. Um, but I was also thinking, um, I was thinking if I had to go really big, I, I think Tim has this ability to like, I, I don't know. I, I think I would bring back. So, you know, he's a Detroit guy. Detroit has this basketball player who's sadly hurt right now called Cade Cunningham. Um, I think you could kind of do like the Mars Blackman, Michael Jordan with Tim and Cade Cunningham. I think I think there would be something okay. there. Um so if I'm Tim's agent, that's that's I'm trying to get those Nike dollars. It's that, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the hot dogs though. Damn it, Rod. That's that's the answer. It's hot dogs. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a Detroit hot dog. What's or the Verners, best mid- the, What's the, the Verners? Verners. <laughs> <laughs> What's the um, Midwest hot dog? What do people eat in the Midwest for Vienna hot dogs? Beef, probably. I mean, okay. like, yeah, there's, you know, there's Nathan's, but that's not as big. I, I think Vienna beef is like a Chicago focused hot dog one, but um, yeah, you can go a lot of directions. All right. I like it. Oh, you're looking at my burners. Burners <laughs> would be amazing. It's like pitching it as a laxative. It would uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we're good. So just to um, 
you know, explain this to our listeners. We've been planning this for a long time. So we're going to have uh, a draft. We're trying to pick people who are um, going to be on season three who have never been on the show. Um, so you guys feel okay with five rounds? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rod's going to be struggling at the end. No, I've got I've got some names. I, I took notes. Okay. What was um, the Sarah Sherman? Is that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, she's not, not on my list. Wouldn't be a bad last round pick, to be honest. It would not be a bad pick. Um, so I, I do want to humble brag really quickly that that someone who's going to be on season three has already reached out to me. What? Ooh. But I'm not going to reveal who that person is <laughs> because they've told me I can't. Oh. And I can't tell you guys. They said this specifically, and um, and I'm not going to select them in this draft. Okay. All right. So we can narrow down everybody in the world, other than the people you select, are yeah, exactly. possible. That's true. That's all the clue I need, really. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go snake. So the person who f- picks first in the first round picks last in the second round. Um, James, do you want to pick first, second, or third? Um, I'll go first. It's right. an option. Jared, when do you want to go? Um, give me the snake, so I'll go third. All right. It's a big mistake in an odd number of rounds because yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> the math math doesn't check out. Um, all right. So, uh, James, you you can kick off the draft whenever you're ready. All right. So my first pick. I've had this one's. Uh, planned for a while um it's a little bit of a sneaky pick um because it's someone who uh i saw on instagram posted about rapping um filming and it's someone who i have not i'm not familiar with him so i feel like Uh, i think i saw this a famous person his name is Derek james gregory and uh, that's his, that's also his Instagram handle. And uh, he posted not long ago a picture of him and Tim basically saying, like, you know, thanks for having me on the show and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's I remember kind that. of a, it's not so much a fun pick uh, as like, you know, uh, um, yeah, it's not so much a fun pick of like imagining, um, you know, people we'd love to see on the show, but more a pick to just acknowledge that you know this guy is apparently on the show and you know you know, any fans of of our podcast uh should go you know check him out and and uh you know follow him and, and whatnot so oh, Derek right. James Gregory is my first pick <laughs> what if he was just right. trying to like get some Instagram likes I know right yeah watch watch him not be on it at all <laughs> that would be really sad if actually his role was cut from the show. And oh, no, that'd like, be terrible. Yeah, but... I think he was yeah. on the, the Parkers in 2002. Uh, I'm also star- looking at his IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Monique and Countess Vaughn. Um, all right, I'm all in. All right. All right. Uh, I love it. All right, second pick. Uh, I can't believe this... This person's still available. Uh, <laughs> back when Tim had a um, sketch comedy troupe in Chicago called the Chicago Rats, there was someone who was in a ton of sketches with him. 
His name's Connor O'Malley. Pretty sure he's never been on the show. Uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I I am gonna take though um, Connor O'Malley's wife. I knew you. She was on my list. Eighty uh, Bryant. Um, I, I, I think this one falls a little more in the category of like a dream for me. Um, I don't know if she's too famous to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of these people are doing the show just because they really want to do the show. I mean, I guess Bob Odenkirk was on it. Um, so 80 could, but I think 80's really, really funny. Um, they have acted together. She, I think she was, like, either a part of the Chicago Rats or, um, you know, she at least did work with them. And I often wonder, there's there has to be a non-zero chance that Tim introduced A.D. Bryant and Connor O'Malley. Because mm. um, oh. I don't okay. know what the timeline is. You know, Tim obviously worked with A.D. at SNL. Um, and by the way, I think the I think the only three people to join the year Tim joined SNL uh, were Tim, A.D., and Cecily, I believe. Oh, wow. I'm doing my math right. Anyway, uh, second pick, A.D. Bryant. That's a good pick. All right. I got two picks coming up. I'm going to nail them. Sorry, listeners, in advance. I mean, good luck. My (laughs) first pick is Keegan-Michael Key. Oh. Detroit. uh, He was on Detroiters. And that guy goes in everything. I mean, like, I I love the dude. I think he's, like, incredibly talented. He's hilarious. You know, he has a sketch comedy background, obviously, with Key and Peele. Um. He's great. I, I think he's great. As a side note, one of my coworkers went on a vacation to Fire Island, which is I had never heard of before, but it's off the coast of New York, I guess. Um, and he and Keegan Michael Key was there, and like they had this big kickball game like on the island, and my friend played with him, and like my like my friend made Keegan laugh by chucking the ball at his own son and taking him out as he was rounding third um and apparently keegan was also very competitive in the game um and so he appreciated that my friend would just like chuck the ball at his son and knock i like it so real quick i think i have uh friends who have been to fire island with bowen yang from snl who i think is oh yeah amazing Mm -hmm. so shout out to doug and greg who definitely are not listening to this (laughs) (laughs) um all right so that's my first pick i think it's i think it's strong i think it's a strong pick yeah can Um, i change mine to keegan michael key no no. (laughs) damn it well then i take Eddie bryant Uh, (laughs) um one just uh, one one uh note of like possible connection also um maybe it's like a few too many things uh, removed but um uh, Jordan Peele's wife is Chelsea Peretti, who is like oh, right. tight with the uh, Lonely Island guys. Uh, so that could also oh, totally. sort of be like a, a connection just like through the industry for, for you know. And, and I don't know if this helps or hurts, but I, I just Googled um, Keegan Michael Key's Twitter and it says he's retired from acting <laughs> starting today. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. Take Probably still back. good, though. Probably a good pick. Um, all right, and then I'm gonna go with ah oh, fuck it. I'm gonna do Sudeikis. 
Wow. Um, my my concern is that he's just so big now, and obviously he's got personal issues he's going through, and he's fucking Ted Lasso. But like, oh, but Jason Sudeikis. Yes, Jason Sudeikis. Would you think like Clint Sudeikis is like brother or something? Um, His brothers are really funny. They were in the iconic uh, basketball sketch on SNL. I would love to see them back together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, uh, guest starred in uh, Detroit. Tash Brothers. Uh, The Tash Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to the person who put together that amazing basketball, um, like, NBA launch thing, which was fantastic. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go Sudeikis. I, I think my only concern is... Well, two concerns, the personal life and the um, stardom. But I think he would hook up his old friend. Maybe I think you two le- I think you should leave. It's too big for all these people. Mm. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. All right. Uh, second right. pick is a uh, another dream pick for me. Um, I actually think this person... I, I literally think this person might be the funniest person in the world. Oh, um, and they have a background in um, improv comedy, which I know is not how I think you should leave typically happens, but maybe he could help in the writing of a sketch with Tim. Um, also, there's a connection, like James said, um, the Lonely Island executive produces, I think you should leave. They also produce a show called I'm Sorry, um, which stars this person, um, Jason Manzukis. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, who's also a um spokesperson for I think Dunkin' Donuts now. Um, <laughs> Is he? I think yeah, yeah, he just does like voiceovers. And weirdly, so I grew up in this um place, you should not go there if you're not from there. It's called Lynn, Massachusetts. Um <laughs> there was an island off of Lynn, Massachusetts that during like the depression was connected with a causeway. That place is called Nahant, Massachusetts, and that's actually where Jason Mansukis is from. Hmm. No way. So like, yeah, he doesn't really feel like a local boy, but like, um, yeah, he's. I think he's the funniest. Shout out to I'm Sorry, which is low key like a really really good show, and I think it oh, got yeah. canceled way too soon. I did it get canceled from COVID or something? Like, I I heard it like there was some story about season three and the renewal of it, but like. The lead in that show, whose name is escaping me, the woman, uh, she's really Don't tell him, James. She's on my list. Oh, no. (laughs) Andrea Savage, right? Damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait. I wonder if I pick before you or after you. I think you pick before me. Oh. Yeah, she's good. That show's good. Um, Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they actually work together. So, obviously, like, I think Jason Manzuka's big break, even though he was the guy, he was the straight man in um, the Sasha Baron Cohen movie, The Dictator, but he didn't have his oh, beard yet. Um, it's no. really funny. Um, he His big break was probably The League, um, yeah, and he actually has an episode where him and Andrea Savage kind of like, there's like, they're playing off each other a lot. Mm. Um, in The League? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, all right, out. James, you've been very patient. All right. Um, I'm going to dip into the Detroiters well and pick uh, Chris Powell, who played Ned, the security guard in Detroiters. Oh, oh I love him. Good. He's 
very funny oh, in Detroiters. Clearly, like, has, you know, like a, a standing relationship. Um, and so I feel like... His pitch for the diapers is, like, the Chris, <laughs> Chris Brown. Maybe, like, did you say Chris Brown? <laughs> yeah, I a- think... I, I could I could easily see him getting um getting like a, a sketch kind of like Andre Bilou did um, yeah yeah uh, yeah so I mean hopefully it would be great to see him show up um, and you know I mean he's not like uh, super well known but he's clearly very funny so I think he'd like be a perfect uh, perfect kind of uh, person to to have a, a featured sketch or something so. That's my next pick. Right when we finish this, I'm going to go on YouTube and see if there's like a super cut of him from Detroiters. Oh man, that um, would be wonderful. Because he doesn't have a ton of screen time, but he really maximizes it. Um, oh, the pitch, he, the commercial he does for the white dude with the, the <laughs> swing in the arm. The and dance. The dance. Um, even the whole thing, like where the cops are beating him at the end, he's like, but I'm white. You know, it's just like, it's such an insane yeah and i think he's um i think he's one of the creators of the show actually oh is he really Hmm. i think so i could be wrong um but i think he is really funny he is so good and like he steals every scene that he's in like yeah like the the dick and the ice cream (laughs) (laughs) um it's so Uh, fucking funny uh, James gets another pick. Oh yeah, you get to go twice. Oh, I get to go twice. You're on oh, yeah, the I do get to go nice twice. Really I forgot I'm, I'm first. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna go with. Um, uh, all right. I'm going with with another. Um, like sleeper possibility, and that yeah. is uh, Darby Allen, who, who is a professional wrestler who played Concrete Halloween from the, oh. That, um, oh. that famous sketch. And I, I feel like um, Tim has had, like, uh, oh man, who's the um, the guy from the Calico Cut Pants sketch? Who's like the wrestler in the yeah. video that he sends. Uh, is also that. like a pro wrestler. I, I mean, if, I'm Mike something the Rock Johnson his name. or no, no, or yeah, is yeah. It the actor. That's that's his name in the sketch, but I I forget what his name. Like you know, he's a re- actual wrestler in real life too. Um, but anyway, so I feel like there's like a decent chance that Darby Allen could be um, uh, could get like a small thing like that. Uh, or, or like a silent role, like a like his concrete Halloween appearance. Um, so that's that's my next pick. Jerry, do you ever go to like a fantasy football draft and you're hearing names you like never even heard before, and you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna lose. Yeah, I know, <laughs> that's how exactly. we should feel right now. <laughs> I know these are like your picks are more likely to actually be on the show and are more like aspirational. <laughs> Uh, but I've had a really while know, to think how, about how this. How is this scored? I mean, are, are we really going to keep the score at the, yeah. at the end of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure our our fans are going to hold us. We just can't go 0 for 15. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we have <laughs> which, to hit on one of these. Which, which is possible. Um, I'm going to go. My, my pick is up. I'm going to pick um, it's an actress 
there's a show called I'm Sorry that has the same producers as I Think You Should Leave. Um, the yeah, lead nice. is really charismatic and hilarious. Uh, her name's Andrea Savage. I didn't expect to go back to back, but I'm but I'm doing it. Oh, you knew there was a risk. I was going to take her. Um, yeah, because I saw you trying to do crack research while Jim was just picking. Yeah, I was doing like <laughs> your screen was all lit up, and you had the pen. I was in your just mouth. like, oh yeah, you can see the reflection on it. Damn. <laughs> um, I didn't know research was disallowed, but um... no, I didn't say. No, you're going right. to be allowed to make this pick. You have two coming up. I know I do. All right, I'm going to go to the SNL well for at least one of them. Mm. Uh. All right, Definitely. I'm going to do Chris Red, who I believe played, is it Pot Roast or Pork Chop in, in for Detroiters? <laughs> um, and Tim didn't show up, and his whole bit was on like white like dorky white men married to black women um and tim wasn't there um i think it was pork chop wasn't it like it was either pot roast or pork chop like um but snl um they clearly know each other i think he's like he's not really i, I don't know if he's on anything right now so he's probably available i don't know another with him another tie-in he was in lonely islands pop star um, oh yeah, he totally was. Actually, pre SNL, um, hmm. sort of playing a Tyler the Creator ish character. Okay. So another okay, time. So that's your way of saying it's a good. It's a good pick. I do think it's a good pick. I, <laughs> I never thought of him, and I think it's a really good pick. It is a good pick. Um, what do I want to do here? <laughs> do I want to go? Do I want to swing for the fences, or do I want to? Uh. <laughs> It's binary, so it's either yes or no. It's not like ten homers versus thirty homers. You know. All right, I mean? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big here. All right. Okay. Yeah. Mindy Kaling. Ooh. Mindy Kaling. Okay. Wow. So, I I don't know. My wife's on a huge binge of rewatching the Mindy Project, which is Loki, excellent show. Like, and yeah. um, and I'm gonna also shout out Mindy for just anything she touches is pretty damn good. Like. Like, I've watched pretty much every show that she's been involved in. I have not really been on Sex Life of College Girls, but my wife's obsessed with it. Um, and I haven't watched it just solely because I haven't had time. But she also knows everybody. Like, true. like if you look at Mini Project, the number of cameos on it is insane. Um, and she's, like, tight with um, Seth Meyers. You know, she's tight with everybody. I just, I have to feel like their paths have crossed. Um. And she's very busy. That's one of the concerns I have. But I, I would assume that the um, commitment of being in like one sketch is not that significant. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go Mindy Kaling. Not I'm not gonna reveal it on the show. But um, Jared, do you know what her real first name is? I do. Okay. Uh, that's just okay. a little shout out to you. You can you can look at it on your own time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I'm going to sneak in another pick before our one minute clock is over. (laughs) Um, mm, Guys, buy those magnets. Like, we really, it would drastically improve the show. Drastically. I I actually have, uh, I'm going to stay in the um, Lonely Island slash league universe. this is another one, which is like partially, I think I could see it happen. 
and I'm also like hoping it happens because I think this person's really funny in sketch comedy. Um, clearly, when people think about Lonely Island, they think about Andy Samberg, who to me like is a comedy god. I, I think he's like a hundred out of a hundred. Um, but the other two members are also really funny. Um, yeah. Akiva yeah. Schaefer obviously is like in front of the camera less. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Jorma. Um, okay. I think Tacony. Um, who I think is um, really funny. Um, his role on the league is like really, really dark and obscene. Um, it's almost like when you see somebody who's kind of already made it into the mainstream and they still choose to do weird, dark stuff. You're like, oh, this person just kind of has to like live for the comedy. You know what I mean? Um, so I think Jorm has kind of got that in his blood. Um, guy probably has like a hundred million dollars or something, I'd assume. But why not? Why not do a sketch on ITYSL? Yeah, why not? That'd be great. I would love to see him. He's, I fully agree, he's very funny and also one of those people who I could easily see, like, you know, having some significant input on whatever sketch he's in, like helping, helping write it and develop it and stuff too yeah and you figure like like when you're someone like him ideas for sketches must just pop in your head like every week every day i don't know so like he doesn't have a natural i mean i'm assuming he's not really making anything in terms of sketches so he might just be like i need to make this yeah Um, and i think he has the sort of oh god no was he in girls i think he was actually (laughs) He played like this really dark role in that too, like with um Allison Williams, um, who's kind of mm. blowing up. But um yeah, he played a I think it was him. I'm trying to I'm doing my research if you can tell by the glow <laughs> of my face. Um why do you have a slide rule? <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah, he was in girls. Yeah, he has All a right. really odd like series of appearances. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to That's a Chunky. Um, we have made uh, 11 of our 15 picks in the season three. I think you should leave draft. I, I'm going to say, I, I think this is good. I think we're going to get some hits here. Um, James has his last two picks right now. All right. So um, my next pick is uh, I'm. I'm kind of swinging for the fences on this one. Um, I think it could be really, really good, or but I, I feel like it's maybe low, low, lower probability than some others. But I'm going with Michael Bolton. Uh, oh, that's a really good pick. Because yeah. you know he he definitely has um, some Lonely Island tie-ins. Um, yeah. You know, he was Captain in like Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I watched that um, the other day. Yeah. And he I haven't actually 
watched the whole thing, but he has had at least one, maybe, I don't know. He's had like a Netflix special sort of like variety um, show thing that Tim was actually in, in like a oh. segment. Um, yep. So there's definitely like, you know, they know each other and Michael Bolton is also like, you know, from what I've seen of his his comedy work, his comedic timing is fantastic. He seems like he's got kind of uh, a good um, attitude that would do well in a sketch. My only feeling is that like he may be a little bit like hard to fit into a sketch in a way that would like feel right. But you know, um, there's definitely been musical type sketches on i think you should leave yeah. so i'm sure they could easily like work him in if um if it worked out so that's one i'm going with that i think could be really good and and uh feels like there's like connections possibly mm-hmm. there that could work all right so yeah for my last pick i've got a home run at 15 i'm just telling Ooh. you guys right now Man, I have a I have a lot that I have thought about, and it's and a lot of them are people that I just think like fit in the same sort of comedy stylings. Because you know, like I feel like it's pretty common now for me to be watching a a funny show and then to see like someone who had a minor part in an I think you should leave sketch will show up. Um, it happened a lot in like uh, search party. Like a lot of people in that show oh, really? um, have crossed over, like uh, uh, into I think you should leave. So in that vein, I am picking um, uh, John Paul Reynolds, who the name you might not remember, but he's like the kind of tall uh, guy in Search Party, who if you also remember the uh, Pointer Brothers sketch from the characters. <laughs> he oh, is, he's in that. He's in the. He's like one of the people in the audience um, at the beginning, who's kind of like uh, just talking to his coworkers, and is when they realize that the Pointer Brothers is just, just them pointing at everyone. He's he has the perfect <laughs> delivery of the line. Oh, that can't be what this is. Um, <laughs> So I feel like yeah. um, he definitely, so he definitely has worked with Tim in, and he has also worked with like um, a few other people who have crossed over into, I think you should leave. And, um, and he's like pretty funny. So I feel like he could easily just be like a, you know, come in for a sketch and do a pretty good job, like kind of being a straight man for someone or kind of like, uh, you know, sharing sharing the screen with tim so that's that's my last pick john John paul Paul reynolds Reynolds of four weddings and a funeral which is a mindy kaling um, that's true yeah yeah on stranger things as well he's also on stranger Mm -hmm. things which is also on netflix he's actually in a ton of netflix things um yeah he's credited in the characters as a employee number three yeah Mm. um he's on master of none as well uh, oh, Netflix what did he? Hit. What was he in that? So it sounds like something very small. Uh, excited dude. <laughs> excited dude. Yeah, 
Um, so I didn't really have a last pick, but I could actually see Jared's research in the reflection of his glasses. <laughs> oh, um, so, no, um, I'm actually going to pick a musician as well. Um, and I am going to start it with a, not like a humble brag, but more like an actual confused brag. Um, mm. In my spare time, I sometimes write about hip-hop music videos. Um, on a good day, one of these articles might get like a few hundred reads not a lot uh i wrote one about this person a video by this person um and he followed me on twitter so he's kind of like oh my padma james um <laughs> I, think he, I think he has like a million followers and follows wow. like 600 people or something um recently he's he, he just has one of the most like uniquely awesome personalities um like in the world not just in music He's recently started hosting his own show on Vice TV. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Danny Brown. I don't think so. Mm-mm. You're going to want to do a little research. He's just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. The rumor is um, that at one point, like 50 Cent's uh, G-Unit wanted to sign him. But he has like very quirky fashion sense. And they kind of wanted him to like fall in line of like, what the whole team was wearing and he like declined to sign um and he's become a huge hip-hop artist his stuff's amazing it's critically acclaimed a lot of it is like um you know a lot of his stuff is very different you might not like everything he's done he has like some crazy fans like uh jonah hill directed one of his videos um but he's a detroit guy so he's from detroit um he's you know arguably um probably the most famous current detroit rapper and again he just has a very like he could be funny in his own right um i don't know how tim would work with that but i'm i think tim probably is into hip-hop a little bit um and it's probably cross paths with danny brown all right i like it it's a good pick jared well, you just took my last. No, you, you didn't fucking take my last pick. Um, I'm gonna go. It's it feels lazy, but I think there's a really good shot that this guy will be in this season. Uh, Bobby Moynihan. Oh, um, he was on I my like list. Bobby Moynihan. They yep. um, obviously on SNL at the same time as Tim that season. And then if you guys, I don't know if we talked about the documentary now episode, any given Saturday or whatever, where the bowling tournament. Oh, it's I don't know if really we talked about it, but it is great. Yeah, it is yeah. phenomenal. And Bobby Moynihan is obviously very prominently involved in that with Tim. Um, I think Fred Armisen's in that too. I thought about Armisen, but, and um. I think there's a chance he could be in this. My list this has Armisen, well. Hater, and Seth Meyers on it because those are the. Yeah, I had Hater and Seth Meyers too. Yeah, I actually had McKinnon too, but I, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing now. Um, but I think just I, I see a, a very realistic shot that Bobby Moynihan is, and I think he's really funny. Um, and I don't know what he's been doing since he left SNL. Um, yeah, I don't either. Perhaps he's on. I think you should leave season three. Maybe every sketch has him on it. He's just been really busy <laughs> yeah. with that. Um, speaking of that bowling sketch, uh, another one, another person I had on my list was Michael C. Hall, who is yeah, yeah. Uh, the like clean cut uh, bowler. And, um, 
But yeah, yeah, I think Bobby Moynihan is a good a good one. Definitely good. Just some other um, names, and I, I'll you guys definitely can do the same. Um, there's also a, one of the other leads on I'm Sorry is a guy named Gary Anthony Williams. He's really mm-hmm. funny. Um, Jared, <laughs> what's funny is um, friend of the show, Vinod, uh, him and I, our most common texting theme rate, lately has been the show called Southside. So we went to college on the south side of Chicago. Um, I think it, the neighborhood, I mean, it's a huge part of the city, but there's a very like unique sense of humor there that I really enjoyed. Um, the show really captures it well. Um, but Gary Anthony Williams was on the episode I watched last night. Um, and he was really funny. Um, also, Tim has done a voice for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which was a show um, I enjoyed in my early 20s. Um, I guess you could see, like, I think there's two main people um, who make the show, and then there's the voice of Frylock. I think you could see any of them, in theory. Yeah. Um and then my one other name, this is my hardest one um, not to pick, just because I think this person shared an office with Tim at um, SNL and has has said is a, he's a big fan of Tim and calls Tim, the, I think, the future of comedy. But I just don't see him in a sketch, uh, and that's Michael Che. Mm. Um, uh, he was on my list. I had him too. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I just I don't think he could do sketch comedy. I don't think he wants to. I was doing a little research, as you know, you may have seen from the Glow. Um, he was a an actor. He was a guest star in Detroiters, but I can't remember what he did. Oh, I don't um, either. Yeah, he's listed as an appearance in Detroiters. I'm gonna have to do some research on that. Yeah, I gotta rewatch it. Mm, yeah, it's for a third time. <laughs> so funny. Every you know, I I think I bought the two seasons because. I was having a hard time finding a consistent streaming source. And so I think I bought them on Amazon. Um, I just, you know, I love popping that show on. It's, it's genius. I mean, ah, it's so good. So, so good. good. Uh, James, we should do a podcast about Detroiters. Anyway, anyway, no. Did we do that already? <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't know. I mean, no, we should do like a whole like show. Oh, that's a lot. Of that would be... let's just, let's yeah. just stay in our lane. We can't do it after what you said about Andre Bilu. Oh, why do you oh say man! That? I'm just, I'm just joking. You have nothing but nice things. I follow him on on Instagram. I see all he like he works out a lot. He um, he does. Yeah, Always cherry. posting his cherry check salad. <laughs> cherry check salad, yeah. Um, all right. I, 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 real quick, I showed my daughters the sketch from Detroiters where Tommy Pencils is rapping on the morning show. Yeah, <laughs> and she fucking loves it. Just like every once in a while, she'd be like, I want to see Tommy Pencils. I'm like, I can make that happen. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. I have one other connection that I thought about uh, using for a lot of picks, and it didn't end up using any of them, was um, a show that was on Apple TV Plus that Sam Richardson was on uh, The After Party. Yeah, I haven't seen yes. that yet. Um, which I really enjoyed because it's kind of got a sort of mix of comedy and uh, like mystery, and it's um, by the the guys who did like uh, Into the Spider Verse and um, a few other like uh, uh, Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs, the Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. Those guys. 
Very good. I like that show a lot and I like their other work. Um, and since Sam was in it and it's a big ensemble cast of a lot of like that sort of same generation of comedians, I thought that would be potentially a good um, a list of possible uh, guests on I Think You Should Leave. So, so that includes um, Ben Schwartz, um, also uh, known as Jean Ralphio from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> Um, uh, Ike Barinholtz has been in a lot of stuff. Very funny. Mindy Project, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's an amazing. I I mean, like, also he's like a league. Yeah, he's a scene stealer. Like, he can just like floor me. Um, Yeah. Um, his brother is also looks a lot like him and is also very funny in um Superstore. Uh, Oh, okay. Um. And I mean, Tiffany Haddish is very funny in uh, the after party. She would be uh, fantastic if she was on. I think you should leave. Um, and then this guy, I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name. Jamie Dim- Dimitriou or something. Dimitriou. British guy. Um, he was in, I think he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. I think he then, was too, yeah. And then yeah. had a... a decent sized role in the after party. And I think he had, he had his own show like British comedy show. So he seems to be sort of working his way into like the comedy scene. And I could definitely see him having a, um, a role. And I think you should leave. So those are all people from the after party that, um, that I thought would be good and, and possibilities. And then one other one I was thinking, you know, both seasons um, have had some like pretty legendary comedy um, people. Uh, so Bob Odenkirk last season, and then um, uh, oh man, I'm uh, blanking on his name. Uh, New Joe, um, the organist. Oh, uh, Fred Willard. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fred yeah, Willard. Yeah. Yeah, so um, both like pretty legendary people. So I was trying to think of like any other. Um, yeah, I was thinking you know, of that too. I could come up with people in that realm. So maybe like uh, uh, David Cross or someone, yeah, someone like that right. could be um, possibility. Jane Lynch, maybe. Um, oh. Yeah, that's not a good guess. But yeah. God, Ike Barinholtz. And I mean, the Mindy Project has been blaring in my house for like the past two weeks. So, like, I'm just coming in and out of a lot of Ike Barinholtz scenes. Um, he's so funny. God. Yeah. I feel like he, I mean, I feel like he should be in more. I, I guess he's been in a lot, but um, I have not seen him that much. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, though. Like, so many people who are um, like in the, you know, like one or two steps away from I think you should leave are like really skilled improv people. And yeah. We're just like that the show doesn't really do improv. It's it's really uh even though Tim's sort of has his foundations in improv as well. It's just kind of yeah. like a really interesting angle. Where it you is... wonder if like Bob Odenkirk did it did improv, like, you know, someone of his stature. Right. Yeah. <sighs> So I got these magnets, guys. 
<laughs> please, please buy them. Please buy the magnet. Reach out to uh, figure out what you do at gmail.com. Um, and, and I'll instruct you how to send us $5 to help support um, our unnamed platform where, where we just actually got downgraded. We're recording in 30 seconds. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, which is really They're bleeding us out, man. Yeah. Um, James, do you wanna um talk about some of your uh social media escapades or at least where to find them? Um yeah, I've been uh you know checking away on the the uh um Elon Musk's hell site of Twitter. Um <laughs> Are you and... verified on there? No, I'm not. No, no blue check mark. Or however the check marks, whatever color they are now. Um, but you know, uh, no, there haven't been any hugely viral, uh, you know, major goings on on the Twitter. But I am uh, like a few dozen followers away from hitting the fifty thousand follower threshold there, which uh, is meaningless other than just that um, you know it is really like wild that that many people are following my dumb uh, posts, but it's very fun. I think more fun for me to see what other people riff on and, and post and how, how the show somehow is applicable to like whatever story of the day happens to be going on. And, and there's always some quote or scene or, visual gag that works for something and it's really funny to see how how people uh manage to work it in yeah shout out to the fan of your feed that like when you were like in that blocking thing when someone wrote like i hope i think you should leave memes doesn't go home and block my mom (laughs) Um, which i thought was like just an amazing amazing tweet um yeah, that I still cackle about sometimes. It's just like it's so fucking funny. Yeah, there were there was um someone posted. I don't know if you saw like in all of the speaker of the house like stuff. There was like a point where one I don't know, I just mostly saw the picture, but one representative was like having to be held back from trying oh, yeah, to like yeah, physically yeah. have a physical altercation. But the, the <laughs> shot of him being held back looks just like the uh, scene where Tim is choking on a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so someone someone tweeted something about like I think um, you know like I forget what the exact wording was, but basically like he's 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 trying to choke me. He's like a wild animal. Hold still. Hold still. Like, uh, that's so it's good when you're being ruled by people who can be compared to I think you should leave sketches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I think we're all done. Uh, I'm going to expect the host to stay on. We're going to have a little team meeting. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is signing off. Uh, That's a Chunky. That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, At the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave 
Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Knights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Mm -hmm. 